0: On episode 410 of Nintendo SwitchCraft, Mario Maker gets updated. We let the dream die. Pokemon updates, those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo. Oh my God, I hit the wrong button. And you're listening to Nintendo SwitchCraft. To Switchcraft. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. If you want to tune in live, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna leave that the way it was because I screwed it up, but I'm gonna leave it. It doesn't matter, it's okay. Uh, if you want to tune in live, you can join us over at twitch.tv slash run This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Chris N. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by heading on over to patreon.com/slash and supporting the show. Over there. If you want to leave a voicemail that I will accidentally talk over like I did at the beginning of this episode, you can head over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Uh, We've got a giveaway on Saturday, although, I mean, the giveaway, mm, I got to talk about this weekend. I am going out of town Friday night, won't be back until late Saturday, so... There's definitely not going to be a live show on Saturday. There might not be a live show on Friday. I am going to try and get a podcast out both of those days, but I can't promise anything because I'm going to be driving for many, many hours. Uh, So I just wanted to make sure everybody knew about that. Uh, We do have a giveaway which is scheduled to happen on Saturday. The the winner of the uh, of the giveaway will be announced on Saturday in the Discord, but I won't be able to get their prize to them until probably Sunday when I have a little bit more time, just because I'm going to be traveling. Uh, with that being said, we have got a lot to talk about today. So without any further ado, let's talk about Nintendo news. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, damn it, I'm talking over everything today. This is embarrassing. Uh, Mario Maker is finally getting multiplayer and this is a big deal. I mean, Nintendo, Nintendo brought out uh, Mario Maker Two, and I okay. Let, let me refresh or rephrase this. It already has, <clears throat> it already has multiplayer. But up until now, you have not been able to play with your friends. And when Nintendo announced this, a lot of people were pretty upset, uh, myself included. In fact, I toyed with the idea of not buying the game until it included this. And at the end of the day, I decided that I wanted to play the game more than I wanted to send Nintendo a message of my unhappiness. I figure complaining about it a bunch on my show uh, would send that message, whether or not they listen or not. Who knows? Uh, But it's been updated. Nintendo did say that it was going to be updated. They said this before the game came out, uh, and we finally have that free update. This is a free update with Mario Maker 2. Now you can play online with friends and more. It says here, time to roll up your sleeves and tighten your hard hats. The Super Mario Maker 2 game recently received an update, bringing it to 1.1.0. If your game hasn't updated yet, you can update it by highlighting. Okay, it's telling me how to update. Okay, what did they do? They added playing with friends. You can now play online with friends in either multiplayer versus or multiplayer co-op modes. You can now select a course upload to Course World as well as courses saved by CourseBot. And the Nintendo Switch Online mobile app now supports voice chat. So you can talk to your your friends as you play. Although I think we all agree that we'll just end up using Discord anyway. Uh, That's just the way I do it anyway. Uh, They also added some features for nearby play. Uh, You can now play in multiplayer co-op mode as well as multiplayer versus mode. You can select courses, the same thing as before. And when playing, <clears throat> excuse me, when playing a course saved to coursebot, the host system doesn't need to be connected to the internet. So you can save courses uh, to your course bot, and then you don't have to stay connected to the internet in order to continue playing. And you can also send that course to the other local people who you're playing with uh, if you're all playing in the same room which is kind of cool. They also added official markers list. There's now an official markers list in leaderboards. Courses made by Nintendo can be found here, so check them out. Or or not markers, makers. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm I'm just, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to move on. Uh, So there's official makers in in leaderboards. That's cool because now you can see which, which courses are made by Nintendo. I think that that's really important. Other changes... Uh, You can now select play together differently from any course uploaded to a, uh, directly from any course uploaded to a player's profile. So, So what that means basically is if it is uploaded to your profile, you can now play together from that profile. So you go to the profile and click it there. I haven't tried it yet because I've been at work all day, but I'm excited about it. Maker profiles have been refreshed more uh, with more info such as the user's total number of of first clears. Please don't look at that for mine. It's going to be really, really low. And you can now play with a horizontal Joy-Con in all game modes. I don't know why you'd want to. That really seems like something that you would have to do out of necessity because you don't have uh all the controllers that you need. So I think that that's awesome. It, it's it's. It's great that Nintendo finally did it. I think it took them way longer than it should have. But then again, I am not a software engineer, and I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So there you go. i'm I'm the first to admit that. All right, we've got great news, and now we've got some sad news. And that sad news comes to us via a tweet from Go Nintendo., uh, they said Alpha Dream, the developers of the Mario and Luigi series have filed for bankruptcy. If you don't know what I mean when I say the developers of the Mario and Luigi series, basically, there are these games which are very similar. uh, Okay, I don't want to say similar. They are basically turn-based RPGs featuring Mario and Luigi characters, uh, you know, just the Mario characters in general. And you play as Mario and Luigi as like this pair. And there have been really fun games that I've played. I have not played all of them, but the ones that I've played have been really entertaining. And it looks like we're not going to be getting any more of these. Now, the reason is because with each successive iteration uh, in this franchise, they sold less and less and less. And eventually, uh, earlier, before we started the show, Super Nintendad, who you should follow on Twitter, he's a nice guy, uh, Super Nintendad was saying, he was asking me, did I see this, uh, story where they were talking about the idea that the, the, the last Mario and Luigi game that came out had such horrible sales that Nintendo ended up scrapping other projects that they were doing for, uh, for, um, the Nintendo 3DS. And I, I think that that's, I don't know that that's the fault of Alpha Dream. I don't know that that's the fault of the game. I think it's more a fault of the platform being kind of long in the tooth and not something I we all knew the Switch was coming, you know? We knew the Switch was coming. This when actually I think the Switch was already out when this was announced. We all had either we either knew it was coming or we had these in our hands. And so people stopped playing their 3DSs. I stopped playing my 3DS. It's been sitting on a shelf untouched for a while now. Um, And while I understand the the fact that there's a lot of great games on the 3DS, and and I cannot recommend the 3DS enough as a fantastic system, I kind of got what I wanted from the 3DS. So I moved on, and that meant that these games didn't get played by me and a lot of people who probably agree with me. That being said, I think it's very sad to see these games go. They were always really, really funny. Uh, The writing was great. The localization team that worked on these games uh, always did a really, really great job. And I just, I think it's sad that uh, this game company is going under. Does that mean that this series is gone forever? No, because Nintendo owns the property. Alpha Dream was just hired by Nintendo to make these games. Does that mean that these games will not be made anymore? I don't think so. I think at some point, maybe Nintendo will revive this. Maybe they'll have somebody else work on it. Maybe they'll have Ubisoft work on it. Um, But whatever happens with this, it is a shame that Alpha Dream is going under because they made really fun games, I thought. At least in my opinion, I I, I always thought that they were really fun. All right, let's talk about Pokemon real quick. Uh, Pokemon... Uh, Sword and Shield, the the, the the boss of Sword and Shield, this comes to us from Destructoid. They are assuring fans that the national decks will return. Uh, it says, uh, this is from a Destructoid article. Uh, and basically, uh, what it's saying in here is going forward, thinking about the future of Pokemon, we want to prioritize all those new gameplay ideas, new ways to enjoy the game, And we want to challenge ourselves at Game Freak to create new ways to enjoy the game. That's really what drove the decision for this new direction. He's talking about taking away the national decks. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to some old episodes uh, to get caught up. Uh, He then goes on to say, I think one example of that is figuring out the Pokemon that would make sense for the setting of the game most. These Pokemon look like they could live in the Galar region. We really spent a lot of effort deciding which would be the best fit for the setting of the adventure and the features that we wanted to implement. I think players will be satisfied. There's quite a few Pokemon that you'll encounter in the Galara region Pokedex. So I think players will have fun seeing those Pokemon. So then he goes on to say, you can look forward to seeing the Pokemon that don't appear in these games, speaking about Sword and Shield. Uh, that don't appear in these games, appearing in different regions in future games. I think Pokemon Home for a lot of p- players will serve as the launching pla- launching pad to gather them all there and embark on future adventures. So his, his, his argument is that you're going to capture a bunch of Pokemon in Pokemon Sword and Shield. You're going to use Pokemon Home to upload them to your collection, which I do hope that they've got like a smart smartphone device or or, or a smartphone, maybe just Pokemon Go, I guess. And I can look at the Pokemon that I've collected that way. I think that that would make a lot of sense. Uh, I would prefer it not be Pokemon Go because Pokemon Go uses your GPS and that would add an extra drain on your battery. Uh, It would be nice if there was just a Pokemon Home app that I could go in there and look at my Pokemon and be like, oh, I remember when I caught that one, that kind of thing. Um, but you're going to catch your Pokemon in sword and shield. You're going to upload them to home. When the next Pokemon game comes out, there will be some sword and shield Pokemon that won't be in that region because that region doesn't have Pokemon that would exist in that area. But that doesn't mean that the, the Pokemon that you have disappear. They exist in Pokemon home instead. Uh, so I, I do think that it makes a, it makes a lot of sense that you can't have every Pokemon in every region. Uh, Maybe the environment is not good for them or something like that. I can understand that. I also understand the reason why they decided to do this. They did this because animating all of those Pokemon uh, with new animations and new textures and new models is a lot of work. And I know that I've talked about this before, but I, I think it's perfectly fair for them to say, you know what we're not gonna do this anymore. We're, we're gonna change things up. And as long as as long as they're transparent about their reasoning, then I'm okay with it. Uh, speaking of Pokemon, there's also a, uh, a tweet that uh, is in, I don't know Spanish, I think. I think it's uh, in Spanish, but uh, the, the tweet is quoting a, a quote that is in English. And basically, uh, it, sa- it says here that uh, somebody named Amori, uh, who was being interviewed with Game Informer talking about Sword and Shield, they said that the development team for Sword and Shield is double what Sun and Moon is. There are approximately 1,000 people. So it says here, the studio grew in size, nearly doubling the core team since the development of Sun and Moon. With 180 to 200 core members, hundreds of outsourced and external partners, and a large marketing department, the full team is massive. When you factor in the localization teams across nine languages the game is launching in, uh, Omori, who is the person being interviewed, estimates that there's around 1,000 names that are going to appear in the credits of Pokemon Sword and Shield. And, I, and I, I think that's great news. You know, they've got this big team. They're working really hard on Pokemon. And uh, I'm looking forward to playing Sword and Shield. I'm not nearly as upset as many people are about the uh, lack of the national decks in the game. I do think that it was communicated poorly. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you should just roll with it. And uh, if the game turns out to be fun, then that's really all that matters. I know that there's going to be hardcore Pokemon fans who hear me say this and they are going to be very angry with everything that I just said. And that's okay. Uh, That's what makes us different. You know, that's how we know that we're different people is that we don't agree on everything. In fact, I want to thank, gosh, who was it? Let me, let me just, this is uh, kind of spontaneous. Let me bring up my email. Um, Where is it? where is the here we go so I got two new reviews of the podcast today and one of them uh Big Roo in Canada they reviewed the show and uh they they gave us five stars which is awesome and then uh we also got Danny Phantom 311 who reviewed the show uh in the U.S. uh Big Roo is in Canada uh they reviewed the show back in September I didn't I didn't see it until now though So I'm sorry about that. I do read every review. I must have just missed this one. Uh, But they said, uh, they gave it five stars and they said, solid Nintendo podcast. I have to say, sometimes I don't agree with his opinions, but Bill remains consistent with dishing out the podcast week after week. And he has grown on me. Always entertaining. Always talks about the news stories you want to hear about. Worth the sub for sure. And I really appreciate that. And I appreciate the fact that you and I don't always agree On every single thing that I say. And just because you are listening to this show doesn't mean that you're expected to agree with everything I say. In fact, I think that it's perfectly fine when we disagree on stuff. So uh, thank you for that review. And if you disagree with what I just said about Pokemon, feel free to let me know the reasons why you think I'm wrong. I might not read it on the show because we've kind of hit this topic pretty heavily earlier on in the year. Uh, With that being said, it's time to have a break. Uh, I'm going to take a drink and we're going to hear from our sponsors. And then when we get back, I've got a bunch of games that I played that uh, I think you should check out. The first game that uh, I want to talk about, and I've got uh, YouTube videos of all of these over on my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash run, jump, stomp. Uh, but the the videos, the videos, I'm sorry the 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 first game is called 80 Days, and it's pretty damn cool. It is based on the Jules Verne book, and this has got to be a little confusing here. I'll put my face covering up my face down there. Um, It's based on the Jules Verne book, uh, Around the World in 80 Days, and in this, it's basically like a choose-your-own-adventure book, like where you read... And choose what the characters are going to say or going to do, and uh, like you pick the inventory, and it's actually really interesting. I, I found the book to be very wor- or the it, it feels like a book. It really does feel like a book. So uh, i I haven't put a lot of time into it, uh, just long enough to do the 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 first um uh my my first look at it and realize that this is really cool. I don't have time for it right now. But I think it's really it's really neat, and it's definitely unique. There's very few games out there on the Nintendo Switch or on on most platforms that are like this, and I think that it's very cool that we can play this. and it, I wonder if this is this is something I could have looked up. I wonder if this is a a game that is uh, previously on like iOS or Android. I feel like it would be perfect there, but it's it's also wonderful on the Switch, and um, you know, I my wife has been playing it as well, and and she said that she really likes it uh, as well. I, though I just said as well uh, twice. All right, changing gears completely. Another game that I have a first look at is called Fight in Rage. Uh, it is an old school side-scrolling brawler you remember those games like uh teenage mutant ninja turtles turtles in time double dragon you know all that kind of stuff this game is really fun it is really fun and i i want to play more of it the 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 controls are spot on i love the fact that you can very easily control which way you are throwing the enemies as you beat the hell out of them You are, you get to choose which character you play as. Um, I didn't realize that when I first started playing. They have three characters that you can choose from, but then you are basically fighting against these mutant uh mice and cats and pigs and dogs and wolves and stuff. And it's just like the old Streets of Rage style games, you know, it's you against a horde of enemies, and it's really fun. The graphics are very, very cool, and they they even have like a, a cur- like uh, optional curvature to the screen, so that it feels like you're looking at one of those old CRT screens. I really like Fight and Rage. I think it's super fun, and I highly recommend it. I haven't played very much of it yet. Uh, again, enough to do the first look because I'm still obsessed with Zelda. But this is definitely something that I think you should put on your radar because it's super, super fun. Uh, super Nintendad says, how does it compare to River City Girls? That's a great question, Nintendad. I have not played River City Girls myself, so I can't make that comparison for you. All I can say is that this is really fun and I like it a lot. And it's it's reminiscent of Streets of Red which was, was also a uh, side-scrolling brawler that you can get on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it, it's very reminiscent of that. And I I really, really like the art style of this game. It really stands out. Uh, very pixelated, 16-bit. That always speaks to me. That's always something that I find appealing. And I also like the idea that they have like the, the curved screen, which you you can turn off if you don't like that curved screen. You can turn that off so that you don't have to to worry about that. And if you're not sure what I mean about curved screen, uh, go watch my uh, first look at Fight and Rage on the Nintendo Switch at my YouTube channel so that you can see exactly what it is that I'm talking about. All right, we've got two more things to discuss. First off, uh, I I guess I should have talked about this during the Pokemon uh, uh, unit... Sorry, I'm in school mode right now. Uh, not unit. Uh, the Pokemon section, the the part where I talked about Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee is currently on sale on Amazon for fifty percent off. I I'm assuming that the reason that they are doing this is to clear out inventory uh, to get because they know that Let's the Let's Go series is probably going to sell a lot fewer copies after Sword and Shield come out. So they've got it on sale on Amazon for 50% off. 50% off is a steal. You can get this game for $30 and it is really fun. I have to say that when Pokemon Let's Go was shown, I looked at it and I said, that's a hard pass for me. I'm not interested. And, and, And I think it's on the Pokemon company for doing such a bad job showing me why it was going to be fun. Because it is fun. It's a really fun game. And it wasn't until I was watching a stream, I was just curious about it. And I found somebody when it first came out who was streaming. Like they were just shiny hunting. And I was watching them stream that. And as I watched it, I said to myself, this game looks super fun. And I ended up buying it that day and getting it installed and playing it that night. Super fun game. And for $30, you can buy it now. And you can easily finish it. Not that I know anything about finishing games. Uh, But you can easily finish this game before Pokemon Sword and Shield come out as long as you're not super busy playing something else. I have Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Let's Go Eevee is essentially the same exact game with some slight differences. Uh, But at the end of the day, they're the the same game and they're really fun. And for 50% off for a physical copy... That is a physical copy of the game that will be shipped to you. That's a deal. It's it's an absolute steal. You should pick this up if you don't already have it and you're a Pokemon fan even a little. You should pick it up because these games are super fun. Speaking of Amazon and buying things, and you if you want to if you want to buy that game, use my link on my website or I also tweeted out a link for this. Use my my link to support the show. But uh, speaking of buying things from Amazon and supporting the show, the 8-bit Do uh, Light uh, Switch Light Controller for the Nintendo Switch Lite is now available for pre-order for twenty-four ninety-nine, and I went ahead and bought it. I, I went ahead and purchased uh, this this controller. I couldn't help myself. I decided that it would be best. If I was able to try it out this this weird controller with three D pads, uh, and be able to talk about it, now I'm curious. It says if you if you actually go to the Amazon link, it says eight bit do light Nintendo Bluetooth gamepad for Nintendo Switch Lite, Turquoise Edition. They also have the yellow edition, but when I look at this and I see this, it says for Nintendo Switch Lite. And I wonder if that means it can't pair to anything else. And if that's the case, oh man, I'm going to be unhappy. But that's okay, because we've got a switch light in the house that my wife will use. I don't see her using this though. But I ended up pre-ordering one. Just, I wanted to check it out. I wanted to be able to talk about it on the show. It looks weird, bananas, crazy. But hey, why the hell not? Why not check it out? So $24 is cheap enough that I figured if I hate it, I can sell it on eBay or something. Uh, I, th- I think it seems very, very interesting, this weird 3D pad uh, controller. Uh, but hey, if you are interested in picking one up, uh, I tweeted out the link for it, or you can go to runjumpstomp.com. Uh, check out the show notes for episode 410. Use my link to, p- to buy that or to buy Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. And uh, you would be directly supporting the show. Uh, in fact, that's how, like when people buy stuff from my Amazon link, that's how I get money so that I can buy Amazon or not Amazon, uh, eShop gift cards to do the giveaways, which if you haven't joined the giveaway yet, we've got that giveaway, runjumpstopcom slash giveaways. Uh, that's going to be happening on Saturday. So make sure that you uh, sign up if you haven't already. Become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me through email, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. I usually read emails and tweets and stuff like that on the Saturday episode. We'll see how that's going to go when I'm on the road. Uh, Or you can reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. This show is part of the Giant Size Team-Up Network for more more awesome shows. Head on over to gstu.net. If you want to support the show, stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. You'll find my Amazon affiliate link there as well as other stuff. And uh, the music that you're hearing right now is Corneria, Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me. You could have been anywhere. You chose to listen to my show, and I appreciate it. See you next time.